How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Yesterday, we saw a big win over the Detroit Tigers for this Yankee team, 8-5, to I believe it was. And another good performance, come from behind, some good offensive outings and some good pitching outings. You know, I talked about two bullpen arms this morning, Ian Hamilton and James Norwood. Both had two strikeouts in their single inning of action. So some nice performances from these guys that are fighting for a roster spot or at the very least want to stick around on the AAA team. So, you know, the Yankees have a lot of talent. Obviously, they're trying to get as many people as action as much as possible. Anthony Volpe, who we're going to talk about today, has made a pretty strong first impression during spring training. I think that he just has the aura of a veteran. You know, everything he does just feels like he's been there before. It feels like he's used to this. He's used to the pressure. And I know he grounded into two double plays yesterday, but the fact of the matter is he's making consistent contact, and it's, it's you know, He's hitting ground balls 100-plus miles an hour. You know, he's making good contact. Of course, the ground balls that resulted in double plays aren't ideal. Definitely didn't have the best day. But the sign of good players, in my opinion, is even when they're having bad days in one area of the game, they make a positive contribution elsewhere. I think that's what separates good from, you know, not-so-good players. And Anthony Volpe, despite the two ground outs that led to double plays, he had that one awesome defensive play. Where the infield is in, he feels it, transitions it to his hand quickly, and delivers it to home plate to tag the runner out. So you see what he's doing on the offensive side. Maybe it wasn't the best, but then he bounces back defensively, doesn't let it get to him, and he makes a big play and saves a run for the Yankees. And that ultimately can be the difference between winning a game and losing a game. How many times in the playoffs do we see this team lose, you know, two to one or three to two by one run? And those those little minute kind of difference-making plays ultimately sometimes accumulate to winning baseball games. And I think that's what Anthony Volpe offers you. He could have a bad day on one side of the field, and then the other side, he's having a great defensive day, makes a big moment happen, and saves a run. So I think that so far, what we've seen from Volpe is that he's great in every area, but he doesn't let things get to him. He shakes things off. He's very competitive. He's a guy you want in the clubhouse. He has the great energy that you want. Um, he's kind of the epitome of a Yankee. So I have a couple of quotes I'll read to you guys in a second from Aaron Boone regarding what they're going to do with Anthony Volpe this upcoming week um, and really just how they want to get him more assimilated into different infield roles and also some really nice words in, in regard to his performance up to this point across two games this spring training. But Ryan, I'd love to hear what you think of Anthony Volpe so far and how you do today my friend I'm doing great and you know Anthony Volpe is someone that I think you know has shown us so far that he has you know as you mentioned the makeup the character the aura you know all those kind of you know uh, I, in, I guess you'd group them as intangibles, you know, those things that you're like, man, I can really envision this kid at the major league level, and I can already picture, um, you know, how he'll perform at that level. You know, it's kind of crazy to think about. This is, you know, our number one prospect, and we're finally getting a shot to see him, you know, in in, in uh, action. You know, last year, I think we only saw him for one game in spring training. This is his first big league camp, you know. So um, it, this has been more than exciting to watch. I think, you know, the fact that we have Volpe Peraza battling out for a shortstop job has only made it, uh, you know, better. Um, you know, looking at second base, looking at third base, you know, we're going to get looks at Volpe at different positions. Um, you know, I've been, I've been really pleased with what we've seen from Volpe. I know, as you mentioned yesterday, it wasn't a great day for him, but the, the day prior, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, we got to see him hit two balls over 105 miles an hour, which I think was a good sign. You know, hopefully we get to see a little bit more of him before spring training ends. I don't know if we'll make the team or not. You know, obviously the odds are stacked against him. 
you know, more so than, you know, we talk about you know, guys like Clark Schmidt for a rotation battle or, you know, in the bullpen side of things, certain guys. And you mentioned how some guys look good yesterday. You know, they have outside shots, sure. But, you know, all it takes is it's pitching. You know, pitching always, there's always some, pitching's always going to be an injury prone area. Those are guys are going to have shots at some point. Um, you know, it, it feels like for, for Volpe, you know, the odds are really stacked against him. And the fact that he's kept his head, on, you know, he has a good head on his shoulders. He's been able to, you know, take, embrace the competition, embrace, you know, he doesn't, he knows that he could have a really good spring and still not make the team right you know there are some guys who would take that and not you know handle it well or, or not really feel like they have much to prove or have much to impress because oh they're not going to make the team anyways um Volpe's taking it in stride and I'm really impressed by what he's done um I, I think you know a lot I think Austin Wells had this quote about him where he mentioned you know they'll come over they'll go over to his house to play like table tennis and Volpe just he's immediately super competitive you know all you hear is good things about Volpe right and you know I, I get it you know there is some aspect of you know they're not gonna they're obviously not gonna hear you know the Yankees trash him as a person uh but but there just there doesn't seem to be any like source or anyone saying anything to kind of disprove what we've heard so far about his leadership skills, his competitiveness, just a good head on his shoulders. I think that's really important for someone who's, you know, when he comes up to the major league level, he's going to struggle eventually, right? It's going to happen, right? He's going to be in the mid- middle of a, str- of a stretch where he's not performing well. All the pressure's on him. All the headlines are about how Volpe's not playing well. There are going to be people who are, are Volpe doubters or Volpe haters who are going to, uh, you know, come out of their uh, come out of their uh, hiding, hiding places and, and say pretty nasty things about him. And he's going to have to be prepared for that. Right. I'm not saying it's good that those things exist, but it's in that it's an inevitable with, uh, you know, being a, a part of the New York Yankees and the fact that he has a good head on his shoulders. I'm very encouraged for his ability to kind of handle uh, higher levels of the minors, high levels of Major League Baseball and, and go with the ebbs and flows of what is a very long 162 game season. Yeah, I mean, look, this is and you mentioned some of these guys that are competing right now and maybe have a long shot to make the roster. There may not be competing for right now. They may be competing for some time this upcoming season. You know what I mean? This isn't just about opening day. This is about the longevity of a 162-game campaign and having these guys you can rely on, especially if you have some injuries kind of accumulate. So you kind of mentioned Anthony Volpe. You know, it's a long shot for him. The odds are stacked against him. But the best thing he can do is make this decision a lot more difficult for Aaron Boone because right now they have him moving around the infield. I'll, I'll read you the quotes. That way you have an idea of what we're going to kind of discuss here. Uh, But I'll read you the first quote from Aaron Boone regarding his performance up to this point. So he said, even some veteran players, it was like, wow. Uh, One of the things you get excited about is in talking to bench coach Carlos Mendoza about it, he's managing the game. It's like the results were great, obviously, three balls on the screws. It's like that's all fine and dandy, but it's the energy and the intensity and the effort, the little things that he does uh, that get your attention, you get excited about it. So you know, he's very fundamentalistic. You know, this is a player in Anthony Volpe that has done everything by the book. He follows his fundamentals. He's really trusted his development. And those things ultimately show out on a baseball diamond. You know, if you are very good at just the basic fundamentals of something and you've hammered it home over years and years and years and you don't make these these foolish little mistakes or you don't uh, generate like self-inflicted wounds, he's going to be a good player because he doesn't make the minor mistakes. If you can eliminate, like, think about it. Think about how many, like, balls IK have dropped throughout the course of a season. They all accumulated to something that was a lot more uh, concerning over a larger sample size. Anthony Volpe will not do those minor things wrong. And, and over time, you realize how consistent of a player he is. Now, do I expect him to struggle at the MLB level to start? Of course I do. Every player does. But I think that's only going to be for a couple of weeks because he tends to adapt very quickly. And I will say this, is that, 
his contact qualities are very translatable. I don't think he's going to strike out a lot at the NF- at the MLB level. I think that he's going to uh, assimilate rather quickly. And even if he's not making the best contact, he's going to get the he's going to get the bat on the ball. Um, and defensively, you know, he can make things very difficult for Aaron Boone in terms of making a decision on where people are going to play. Shortstop, Oswald Peraza, we know, uh, he's probably going to win that job. He has the leverage there. Second base, Gleyber Torres has looked good so far in spring training. There's no reason to move him. Third base, Josh Donaldson. You know, I have to get DJ LeMahieu involved in some way. But Anthony Volpe, I would not be surprised if they called him up and started getting him some reps at third base. You know, that's another part of the quote that I'm going to read you right now um, in terms of where he's going to play this upcoming week. So Boone said, I might get him in at third this week. But I know in talking with infield coach Travis Chapman, they feel good about him at second base. And that's all... um, that's all he's done, all the reps. In his mind, he's prepared for the coming, uh, for that coming into this camp to be ready for any possibility. So getting him some reps at third base, shortstop, second base, he's more than capable. Um, you know, how do you see things kind of unfolding? Because obviously there's a log jam in the infield right now. What do you think is the best position uh, for him? And who do you think he has to unseat to really get playing time during this upcoming season? Yeah, so, um, you know, on a, uh, there was a great study, study done by Cameron Grove. Uh, uh, he also invented uh, the pitching bot, which is a, kind of a stuff grader, um, and, and he's also working with the Cleveland Guardians now. He did a little bit of research on the shift and who uh, which positions are going to be impacted the most. Second base is going to have the largest uh, increase in terms of emphasis, in terms of an emphasis of range, right? That's a position where range is going to be a lot more valuable now. And looking at Anthony Volpe and DJ LeMahieu, I, I think Volpe is the better athlete at this point. You know, Vol- well, not that same he's like some slow, old, you know, hobbling around the infield, can't play defense, right? But in terms of being able to get to different baseballs, in order to be, in order, in terms of, you know, just athleticism, I'm going to take Anthony Volpe here. And I think LeMahieu has the better arm for third base uh, than Volpe does, probably. Um, we'll have to wait to get some stat cast measurements on the arm strength in order for me to confirm that. But just based on what you hear about Volpe, the arm is the thing that's lacking for him at shortstop. Uh, but again, that's kind of things you hear, not really uh, things that are written down in numbers. So we'll have to wait and see there. But Second base just feels like a natural fit for him. You mentioned, you know, the Yankees already kind of see him more as a second baseman than a third baseman. I think that's kind of telling of uh, what they know. The reason that you would say a guy's a better second baseman than a third baseman, it feels like it could really only be your arm at that point, right? Um, you know, so I, I think the Yankees are are, in, are going in the right direction in terms of putting him at second base instead of third base. But they have better internal metrics. If they play him at third base, they like him more at third base. And then he sticks at third base. I'm not going to have any quarrels. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are going to, you know, walk away from spring training and say, I can't believe the Yankees didn't give Volpe uh, a major league roster spot if he isn't to make it. Um, but I don't think this is a situation where the Yankees are going to like, you know, we, and we, we see this a lot where people are like, the Yankees are going to hold this guy down until he's, you know, 30 or whatever it may be. You know, it's fun to say, you know, I want Jason Dominguez to just make the team, right? But that's not realistic, right? You know, that's, you can't, you can't do these, do, do that to a 19 year old. Volpe's 21, right? You know, I know that that's not how, that, I know Juan Soto was younger when he de- debuted. Tatis was younger when he debuted. Harper was younger when he debuted, right? But being 21, man, like, you're not in your physical prime yet, right? You know, Volpe isn't isn't at the point of his career where this is it. Like, these, these are the years where he's going to be good, and then five, six years now, you're going to see a decline, right? This is the year. These are the years where he's still, still supposed to be getting better and still learning about the game. He only spent a cup of coffee at AAA, right? Like, you can't, you can't say that you have to force him at the major league level, right? You know, the Yankees are going to take things slow with these guys, and rightfully so. The Yankees already have major league guys. This is not a team that's rebuilding. This is not a team that doesn't have talent at second base. This isn't a team that can't trot out DJ LeMayu at third base, right? You know... It's really, I feel like it's really, um, 
I feel like it's really telling that the Yankees are trying to move him around because I think they kind of know that they have a lot of talent in the infield. They have a lot of pretty good players in the infield, and they're going to have to figure out, get creative to get everyone involved because, you know, uh, even if they DFA Donaldson, you know, he were to, he just, he gets he starts slow off the gate. He gets DFA'd. Volpe is red hot in AAA, and that's a natural transition. What do you do about one of LeMahieu or Torres? Which one of those guys are going to be seeing the bench more, right? You're going to have to switch guys around. You know, even if you traded Glaber before camp, what do you do about third base, right? You know, there are still, like, the Yankees have a surplus of infielders that are at least major league quality players, right? Even I say kind of Falefa, I know people rip on the guy. That's a major league caliber player right there. You can, people can get upset as they, as upset as they want about the idea of him playing shortstop. I sure as hell don't want him playing shortstop, but he's a better defensive second baseman. He won a gold glove at third base. Like, this isn't a, this isn't a horrific baseball player here. So the Yankees aren't going to force themselves to, you know, put Volpe in a situation where he comes up, he struggles he's got to get sent back down that's crushing that can that can right there end a guy's career that completely changes your trajectory right you know I know that it's I, I know that it seems kind of I know I'm being I know it's like kind of ruining the fun right with like the Volpe thing where like oh Volpe's been great and I think Volpe's great but I don't think the Yankees should force him at the major league level I don't think it's a disappointment if he doesn't start out with the major league team I don't think they're mismanaging him or anything but End of the day, I want Volpe to be good for a very long time. I don't want him to just be good in the month of April and then fizzle out, if you get what I'm saying. They treat Volpe like he's been touched by the hand of God. And they should continue to treat him like that, because you're right. Rushing him to the MLB is not the right decision, because he's not going to get everyday reps here yet. You know, there's too many veteran talents to be, you know, spreading around reps where he can't be starting every single day. That's my biggest concern about calling them up now is that if they don't offload some of these players, if they don't get rid or they don't bench some of these guys in favor of Volpe, he's going to end up wasting prime days of getting experience. So why not just keep him down there? And then especially because you want to keep his service time down. I 100% agree. And we talked about this many times. Now, I, I if they called him up now and gave him a starting job immediately, I'm cool with that. I'm on board with that. I am not on board with them calling him up and not utilizing him as much as, as he should be because he's the type of player that needs every single day reps. He needs every day action to get better. Consistency is what's key for players like this. So when it comes to Anthony Volpe, Give him the time in the minor leagues and in, in, in Scranton and AAA. We talked about June as a good day, a good month for him to get elevated because you look at what he did in Somerset. It took him two months to assimilate. It took him two months to get used to the level of talent. He goes to uh, Scranton and AAA, goes on a six-game heading streak, struggles a little bit down the stretch into the end of the season, um, still performs well for the most part. But it's going to take him a couple of weeks, if not a couple of months, to really get used to it, in my opinion, even though if he's looking good right now. I think that that's a good, a fine scenario. Let him play for Scranton for two months, elevate him in June. You can keep his service time down for the most part, and then you have more time to figure out, okay, what's going to go on with Josh Donaldson? Are any injuries going to rise in the infield? What's up with DJ? Is he going to stay 100% healthy? What about Gleyber Torres? Is he struggling? Is he playing well? IKF, what the hell's going on there? Is Oswaldo Peraza holding his weight at shortstop? There, you can learn a lot in two months of a baseball season that will allow the Yankees to have a more formulated opinion on what to do with Anthony Volpe in the near upcoming future. So I'm on board with you. I agree. No reason to rush the guy. Treat him as if he's been touched by the hand of God because 
for, I mean, from everything we've heard, he has been touched by the hand of God. The guy might be Jesus for all we know, based on the way that <laughs> scouts and everything have been talking about Anthony Volpe the last couple of years. Um, so I'm certainly excited to see what he can do and what he can accomplish at the major league level, but no need to rush the guy. He's still very young, still developing, and there's no reason to put him in a spot where he's not going to play every single day, guys. But I'd love to hear your perspectives below in the YouTube comments regarding Anthony Volpe. As always, my friends, we got a game coming up in about an hour and a half, and the lineup has already dropped. You can check it out on the Fireside Yankees Twitter and social media channels. they got Glaber Torres leading off, Oswaldo Peraza batting second, uh, second, Rafael Ortega batting third, Jose Trevino fourth, Andrea Shaparo, your guy at first base batting fifth, got some power there, I'll keep an eye on him. McKinney in left, um, uh, it's a DH rather, batting sixth, Everson Pereira batting seventh, um, Hermosillo in center field batting eighth, he's looked okay so far in camp, and then you have uh, Willemar Defoe batting ninth, who's kind of struggled, then you have Boyle starting today's game. So my friends, make sure to watch the game, and afterwards, we got you on the recap after to give you all the breakdowns and analysis from what hopefully is a Yankee win. But as always, make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.